Welcome everyone, Dylan Javelli here today with a brand new video for you and today we are going to talk about Epistain. We are going to cover it all top to bottom. This is an extremely highly requested video so I want to make sure that I get you all of the info that you need and want. But before we get into that, just a big shout out and thank you to everybody out there watching and supporting the channel. I can't thank you enough for the likes, the subs, the shares, the feedback, the comments. It goes a million miles to help the channel grow. So if you haven't yet, please subscribe, please like. Please do whatever you can do that will feed that algorithm and help us grow. Now, let us talk about epistain. Look, epistain is a pro-hormone. I have been a fan of pro-hormones. I've been a person that dogs pro-hormones. Let's face the facts here. This video is highly requested. Epistain is extremely popular and pro-hormones are extremely popular. No matter what you want to believe or tell yourself, they're very popular. And so for that reason, we're going to definitely start discussing these a little bit more. Um, when you guys ask me for stuff, I'm going to cover it. So let us jump into Epistain. Now, Epistain was actually created back in 1966 by some Japanese researchers. But it was originally developed to be used in conjunction with Novadex to actually fight breast cancer. It does this by suppressing excessive levels of estrogen within your body. Now, they did a lot of vigorous testing back then, and the results revealed that not only did it have anti-estrogenic properties, but it also produced significant anabolic and androgenic properties. Now, many of us know, but if you don't, epistain is best used for cutting to accomplish dry gains, and it has been mistaken as an anti-estrogen at times. Um, listen, there's, it's not going to substitute for an aromatase inhibitor, but it has anti-estrogenic properties. So it has the potential to lower your estrogen. So just be aware of that and don't overdo it with an aromatase inhibitor. Um, now, for a bodybuilder or an athlete, epistain works as an anabolic agent. It's going to deliver dry, lean muscle gains. It works great on cutting cycles, great on recomps. It's much more anabolic than most people realize, and it's often underestimated because it's an analog of an anti-estrogen drug used in Japan, but it does not have the same properties. It's been around, like I said, since the 60s, but it didn't really get popular till about 2006 when the pro-hormone market really started to boom. You've probably heard of one of the most popular brands. It's called RPN Havoc. I think anybody that knows anything about pro-hormones knows that compound. Um, look, pro-hormones, as we know, are banned by the government now. They're Schedule Three, just like anabolic steroids, but you can still find it at UGLs, underground labs, black market, etc. And trust me, people look for this all the time. I get asked about where can I get these all the time. Um, and please don't ask me that, by the way. But anyway, it's not just a pro-hormone. It's already a very powerful active compound that attaches to and activates androgen receptor sites. It's a designer hormone, and it's designed to give you the very best anabolic effects with limited side effects from androgens. So let's talk and focus on how it actually works, all right? It's an anti-estrogenic orally active compound, and it's derived from DHT or dihydrotestosterone. One of the major highlights of epistain is its ability to provide dry and hard muscle gains. Think of like an Anivar type of thing. As a matter of fact, you're going to see significant increases in strength, overall well-being, and possibly libido. It has the ability to bind to androgen receptors in skeletal muscle cells and muscle stem cells. So as a result, 
It changes the muscle cell function and boosts protein synthesis. Muscle stem cells actually have the ability to change and bind with your active adult skeletal muscle. Now, this is going to increase the chances of muscle growth and repair. Now, epistain also adds high androgenic properties to the hormonal pool. It can boost your uh, androgen levels. So stem cells can't produce more fat cells. So in simple terms, you'll lose body fat and gain muscle mass. Perfect for a recomposition. So how do we cycle epistain? Well, if you're a first time user, ease into it with 30 megs a day. 60 milligrams is the sweet spot. 90 is for advanced users that tolerate it well. Do not go over six weeks. Four to six weeks max is how you want to run this. It's a very, very short half-life. It's only six hours. So you do need to dose this three times a day. You can stack it with steroids, SARMs, peptides, or run it on its own. I'm not a fan of oral-only cycles, but you can still do it. I've ran Pro Hormones alone and done quite well in the past. It's always better, in my opinion, to use testosterone with any oral steroid, and this is still an oral steroid, but regardless, you can get away without using test with this as well. Just don't go over 90 milligrams a day, even if you're advanced. Now, when you're cutting, it provides help in burning fat, and it has the insurance that muscle mass is going to be spared as well. So you can eat in a deficit and still pre you know, prevent losing muscle. Now, it's also a very potent anti-catabolic agent while you're cutting. So keep that in mind. Now, for recomposition cycles, epistain's ability to help decrease fat gains and increase muscle mass make it really a key ingredient to help shift body composition towards a lower body fat percentage while still keeping or gaining body weight in the form of solid mass. Now let's just talk about side effects. It doesn't cause usual negative side effects triggered by other pro-hormones. It doesn't cause a ton of aggression or acne breakouts or a potential in hair loss or anything like that. There is a possibility and a likelihood that you'll get some dry joints loss of libido and feelings of lethargy. The lethargy is obviously from the toxicity to the liver. The loss of libido is from the suppression and dry joints because it has anti-estrogenic properties and it's going to dry you out so much. Um, it's known to be one of the most mild pro-hormones out there though. So, you, you know, keep in mind, even though it's considered more mild, just like I've spoke about Anivar, it's still a toxic methylated oral steroid. You're going to have to protect your liver, your blood pressure, your kidneys, your cholesterol. That's when I recommend the all-in-one protectants. Antugard is what I always recommend. You need a full post-cycle therapy, not a mini post-cycle. It needs a full post-cycle therapy and it needs to be respected. It's a steroid. A designer steroid is still a steroid. So just please, I'm stressing that because I know some people get the wrong impression and I want you to protect yourself. So that is Epistain, everybody. Um, I hope this video provided you insight and explanation on everything that you needed. Make sure that you stay tuned. We're going to hit some more pro-hormones. We're going to cover anything and everything. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.